0: Welcome to the Parenting in the Spotlight podcast. I'm your host, Denise Simon, former celebrity talent manager, expert youth acting coach, and a lover of all things adventure and nature. After over 30 years of coaching hundreds of children and young actors who appear on Broadway, television and film, I have the honest insider tips on how to raise your child star without screwing them up. Thanks for being here. And now on with the show. helping your child with self-tapes can be a daunting process, and you would never want to do something that would mess up your child's hard work or their tape, or worse, affect their chances of getting a job. So that's why in this week's episode, I'm going to go over all of the key points to be the best reader for your child. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Parenting in the Spotlight. Now, most of what an actor is going to be doing is auditioning. Getting the job is gravy. Icing on the cake. It's the actor's job to learn what it takes to be great at auditioning, and it's the parent's job to be the best support team and cheerleader possible. Now, I know for your first couple of self-tape auditions, it's going to feel overwhelming and you're gonna be very unclear about what to do. There's a lot that goes into self-taping. You need to have the right setup, the right lights, a clear background. It's a lot of information. But more important than any of those things is the actual audition you wanna make sure that you are creating a safe and comfortable space for your child. You want a space where your child feels free to experiment and take risks. You don't want your child worried that you're gonna be a bad scene partner or even be more nervous, anxious, or stressed than they already are. Here's a couple of quick notes about general self-tape setup. When your child is preparing for a self-tape, be sure they are put together. If they've just come from outside playing, brush their hair, make sure there aren't any stains on their clothing. Now, the only exception to that would be if the character your child is reading for has a specific look. It's good industry practice to never dress for the part, not to put them in a costume, but maybe include something in your wardrobe or styling selection that's a nod to the character. Uh, An example would be if they're playing a baseball player, they might want to wear a jersey. Also. Don't put anything in their hair that's distracting or gets in the way of their face. No big bows or flowers, definitely no hats. The background for the tape should be clear and ideally a color that's a neutral, like a gray or a blue. Don't wear a shirt that's the same color as the background because then they're gonna meld right into the background. Ideally, the lighting should be natural, but when you're just starting out, you might not have the resources or space for fancy lighting. A ring light and filming in a room that's well lit with natural light is always a good place to start. You don't want a lot of shadows behind you when you're filming, and one way to avoid that is to stand closer to the camera and not directly against the back wall. All of the features should be clearly visible. Now, when you're cropping, it's always standard to crop your video from the mid-chest up, leaving a little bit of space between the actor's head and then top of the frame. You won't have to crop at all, if you actually film this way. That's called a medium close up. Now you also wanna invest in a simple tripod or something to mount your phone on. And this is why I love the ring light option because it's got the light and the tripod and stand for your phone. There are a lot of options available on Amazon and other photo stores that are very affordable. You always wanna make sure you're filming horizontal. This is a mistake so many actors make. They film vertically. A casting director will not even open the tape if it's filmed that way. It's really a big pet peeve. Make sure you're filming horizontal. And a way to remember that is you're thinking a widescreen, like you would be watching a movie. I know this sounds like a lot. And the first couple of times, you definitely want to give yourself enough time to properly set up and prepare. But I promise you, once you do this a couple of times, it'll come so much easier. You shouldn't be taking away the spotlight or dimming that of your young actor. Here are a couple of tips to help you be the best reader. Your basic setup should be you standing or sitting right off screen next to the camera. You shouldn't be seen on camera, so position yourself right next to the camera on either side. Now, unless you're directed otherwise, sit where the actor can look at you while speaking instead of them appearing to address the camera if your actor is standing, then you should stand. You should be right at their eyeline. And they should be speaking and connecting with you at all times, unless the character looks away from you. As a reader, you don't want to steal the focus. It's your child's audition, not yours. Now, since you are positioned closest to the camera, the device is going to pick up your voice more easily, making it sound louder than the actor's. So you really need to be aware of this when reading and speak softly. You're not co-starring in the scene, but rather providing a framework that supports the actor. So it may be beneficial to use an external mic to pick up the actor's voice to tip the sound balance in their favor. Now, microphones can be purchased for as little as $10, and they're well worth it. Not only do you get more clarity with the mic, but microphones with sensitivity control have the flexibility to make great recordings in a quiet and chaotic setting. When I first started with Denise, I didn't have any experience. But after taking a few classes, I booked my first movie! I love working with Denise and all of her instructors. Ever since I was little, I've loved telling stories, and taking acting classes has only made me love it even more. Read fluently. Again, you don't have to be a trained actor but you do need to set the pace. Practice your lines. The more familiar you are with the script and lines, the more effectively you'll be able to support your partner. Remember, you are there to help the actor do the best job they can do, so invest the time needed to prepare. And if you're not the best reader, then find someone else in the household who is. Pacing is so important, especially in comedy, so you do need to know a little bit about timing. And you know, your young actor may know about this if they've studied and trained. They know that if they're working on a multi-cam comedy, the pacing needs to be fast. Ask them about the timing and the pacing. Now, if you're reading too slowly or too quickly, it can throw the actor off and totally kill the humor. Ask for help if you're unsure of the best pace or timing, like I said. If your child doesn't know, reaching out to their coach or possibly their rep. A great way to get a better understanding of pacing is to attend master classes or workshops or even YouTube videos that focus on specific genres. Remember, this isn't about you, but it is important that your child have a competent reading partner. When you're reading, make sure you read all of the other parts. Don't have two people in the household each read a part. Your child is reading for the role they're auditioning for. You're reading all the other parts and skip the stage directions. One person reads for all the characters in the scene. Having additional people play other parts is just confusing and unnecessary. Keep in mind, stage directions are there for information only. Make sure you and your child have read over them and know the stage directions, but stick to the usual protocol and do not read stage directions aloud on camera. Make sure not to judge or criticize. This is not the time to offer advice on your child's performance. An actor should not be distracted by concerns of the reader's perceptions during this process. They have a whole lot else to think about. Now, if you have an idea or a healthy suggestion to offer, take it up at a later time, as long as jotting your thoughts down doesn't interfere with the flow of the reading. While reading, your focus needs to stay on playing the character opposite your child. I know that people have a ton going on and life can get really busy, Getting a request for a self-tape can sometimes be the last thing you want to add to your to-do list for the day, but I can't stress enough if you remain calm and collected and be as prepared as possible, it's going to make the filming go smooth and easy with your young actor. Your mood affects them more than you know, especially in high-stress situations. Finding treats and rewards that work for your child and family during a self-tape experience is also a great idea whether it be M&M's or their favorite snack after they finish. Make sure that you are encouraging your child and building them up during a self-tape. Remember, this business is hard. The kids have a lot on their plate. There's a lot of rejection and a lot of hard work for not a lot of reward. So make sure you appreciate their skills and talents when you're working with them. More than anything, try not to rush your young actor during a self-tape process. I know that that is sometimes unavoidable, but the best you can do is make sure the experience goes smooth and make sure they're looking forward to doing it again. There are many ways that parents support their young performers and being the reader is just one of them. Do your research so you can master your craft along with your child actor. Building these skills takes time. Remember, be patient with yourself and with your young actor. And in no time, you'll both fall into a pattern that will make this smooth sailing. If you're looking for a more hands-on approach regarding self-taping with your child, I teach a multitude of classes on this subject matter, not just for kids, but for parents. So please reach out to me if you're interested. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Parenting in the Spotlight. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Thanks for tuning into the Parenting in the Spotlight podcast. And Thanks, by the way, for sharing this podcast with other parents on the same journey as you. You sharing and reviewing this podcast means the world to us. And if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Denise Simon DSC. See you on the next episode of Parenting in the Spotlight.